A Karen steals my seat, purposely steps on my laptop, and has her husband grab me, so I use magic to get revenge. Here's how it happened. In senior year of high school, I was taking a plane to visit my grandma. The flight went from Baltimore to Pittsburgh, and then from Pittsburgh to Vegas, and then Vegas to Boise. The flight from Baltimore was almost empty, and I was southwest, so I could choose my own seat. And I was on the same plane until Vegas. I selected the last row of the plane by the window, put my earbuds in and took a nap until Pittsburgh. When the plane landed, I went to the bathroom while people were getting onto the plane. And to save my spot, I left my backpack in my seat and put my jacket on the seat and I left. When I got back, I noticed this pregnant lady was sitting in my seat and her husband sitting in the aisle seat with my jacket thrown on the ground in the aisle with my backpack underneath it with a laptop in it. I was kind of annoyed and I pointed out that I was previously sitting in the window seat and I wanted to know if I could have my seat back. Can't you say? that I'm pregnant and I need this seat? She said very aggressively. Then I looked at the husband and asked if he could please scoot over and sit next to his wife. This guy looked me in the eyes and said, sorry, but we're allowed to choose our own seats and I chose the aisle seats. Being a high school senior, I wasn't that big of a guy, but I was still not happy about sitting in the center seat. Realizing that this was a losing argument and I wasn't going to get any leverage over this lady, I decided to grit my teeth and bear it. I collect all my stuff and move into the middle seat. The second I sat down, the lady said, You can't have your backpack in your seat! You're gonna have to find a place to put it! I'm just gonna put it under my seat, I respond. Where am I going to put my feet then? Growing up, I swore more than most people and really only watch when I say when I'm at school. Suddenly, I feel someone grab my collar. The husband pulled me inches from his face and said, Have it your way, Walt. So here's how the rest of this is gonna play out. You're gonna sit down in that chair and listen to me talk. You're not gonna use that language to my wife or the baby. You will say you're sorry. I was shocked because not only was this guy grabbing me in public, but at the time I was only 17 so I was still technically considered a minor. But not wanting to make a big deal out of this I just gave the lamest I'm sorry to the woman and put my earbuds in as the flight was getting ready to take off. While taxiing the lady kept trying to get my attention by yelling in my ear, snapping her fingers inches from my face before she finally pulled my earbuds out. You need to turn your electronics off during takeoff! She barked at me. Now, my dad was a pilot for 30 years and he confirmed that electronics do not interfere with communications. It is mostly a formality so that people pay attention to the emergency instructions. So, I ignore her since we are literally less than a minute from taking off. In a rage, she spams the flight attendant button so that one comes over. We also had a whole takeoff until this issue was solved. The flight attendant runs over and asks, what is wrong, expecting an emergency? He won't turn off his electronics before the flight! He's trying to kill us! She loudly exclaimed, realizing everyone is staring at us when the flight attendant asked me to turn it off. I oblige. After I turn it off, she starts to lecture me about how she was right and I was wrong, rubbing how the flight attendant proved her right. So, the flight is in the air, and when the intercom tells me we can now use electronics, I I put my earbuds back in and I crank it. About five minutes into the flight, I feel an aggravated tapping on my shoulder and turn and look at the woman.
mind. You need to turn that down. It's bad for the baby. She said, while I was listening to the music louder than normal, it still wasn't to the point that an unborn baby would be able to hear and be able to understand. Shocked, I responded with no. But the second she reached for the flight attendant button, I said that I would. I did the trick where you turn your volume down two times and then up once so that it looks like you turn it down three times. Better, I asked. More! She responded. So I went down one more. And before I could put my earbuds in, she said, It's proper etiquette to talk to people you're sitting next to. I just ignored her. I sit back, try to close my eyes, and amazingly, this worked. I fell asleep for about an hour. It was a five hour long flight. When I woke up, this woman had her foot on my backpack with a laptop in it. So I adjust my foot so that it would be uncomfortable for her to continue to keep her feet the way they were. She immediately stood up and I thought she was going to yell given her ability to overreact, but it turns out she was just getting up to go to the bathroom. She gets past me and her husband when a brilliant idea pops into my head. The second she steps into the bathroom, I get ready to get up and move my stuff over to the window seat. As I grab my backpack and shift my momentum over, I feel a hand grab me. I did not take into account the husband. You are not taking my wife's seat, he said. Sir, I have to warn you that you are grabbing a minor, and if I feel like it in any second, I could cry that you are attacking me or that you have made advances on me. I respond, and as he lets go, I move over to the seat that I had before. When she gets back, she is furious, demanding that I move seats now, to the point that the flight attendant comes over to see what is going on, and this time, she sides with me. When she asks her husband to make me move, I look him dead in the eyes, and he goes back to reading his book. As she sits in the middle seat, pissed as hell. Thankfully, I move seats because she was up and down in her seat, having to go to the bathroom every 15 minutes, and that was pretty much the rest of the flight, except how she intercepted my bag of pretzels when the drink cart came. I responded by closing the shade to the window as we started to land at the Las Vegas airport. Once I got off the plane, I went to Burger King to get a drink and some food, and then I got to my next gate to find the last seat. I scarfed down my fries and burger and walk across the hall, literally 10 feet from my seat, to throw away my garbage, and when I turn to go back to my seat, I see the same lady now sitting in the seat I had my bag in. She had moved it to the floor right in front of her. Then she shot me this smug grin, thinking she had won. Somewhat defeated by losing two seats to this lady, losing sleep in my patience, it was time for action. I walk over to her, gather my things, and as I got to her, I looked her dead in the eyes. I raised my right hand out, fingers spread, and hovered it right over her stomach. I looked down at my hands and then back to her eyes. I tell her, completely straight-faced, I just cursed your baby. I turn around 180, walk across the hall, and sit down on the floor, staring at her intensely. Now, I don't believe in curses, nor do I think I have the ability to place a curse, but this lady believed it. Her face was left expressionless, and she just started weeping to herself as I sat and watched. When her husband came over to see what was wrong, she told him, and instantly stormed over to me and knocked the drink out of my hand, grabbed me by the collar, and got right in my face. Listen here, you little turd. That's all he got out before security guards grabbed the man and detained him. The FAA does not mess around with who they hire. One guard asked me why this guy was angry, and I said that his wife had taken my seat, and I made a comment under my breath, and he got upset with me. The officer asked me for my name and my identification, and saw that I was a minor. He asked if I wanted to press charges, and I told him yes, but that I didn't want to miss my flight. He understood, and let me go. Then informed me that the Southwest Airline gate attendant 
tenant to please keep track of me in case we needed more information. This meant I got to get on early and I could choose the first seat I wanted, an aisle seat, to see if this lady would get on the plane since she was sitting in the same gate as my flight. She never got on the plane and the plane took off. Halfway through the flight, the flight attendant asked me if I put a curse on the baby and I responded with, I don't know magic. 20 minutes later, the flight attendant told me that unfortunately, I would not be able to press charges on them due to being a minor, but that they missed their flight and they would have to buy a new ticket to their final destination with another airline. With five words, I cost this horrible woman and her husband around $500. Was I the jerk? This story was incredible. I honestly did not even see this curse thing happening. That is so genius. The guy could probably already tell that she was somebody who would likely be susceptible to believing something like that and taking it that seriously to the point that she would get her husband so riled up he would walk across the entire airport floor to try and grab the OP. I just put a curse on your baby. Wow. That lady to this day probably still thinks in the back of her head, maybe my baby does have a curse. 10 years from now, when the baby is now a child, starts acting up, she might be thinking to herself, oh man, it's that darn curse. I keep having to deal with this curse forever. For some people, this would mean nothing. They would just brush it off. But this lady really was susceptible to this. Probably the best part to this entire thing was not just the your baby has a curse part, but it was the fact that the flight attendants knew about the curse and then asked him if he put a curse on the baby and he just responded, I don't know magic. Those flight attendants probably will be talking about this for a long time. So do you think that you would come up with something clever like this in a situation like this? And if so, what would that be? Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my husband and his family's meals at the restaurant? I know that sounds bad, but I'll let you decide who's in the wrong. To begin, my husband and I don't share finances. It's been like this for the three years of our marriage and so far we've been doing well. Though he'd sometimes try to get me to pay for him, but I do it only when I want to do a nice thing for him. Say, invite him to a restaurant. This past week, he got a bonus at work. He was overjoyed. He informed his entire family and planned for them to go out and celebrate with us. He picked the restaurant, meals, drinks, etc. I naturally thought he was going to pay for all that since it's his happy celebration. But it turns out I was wrong because when it was time to pay the bill, he told me to take care of it. I said, why? It's his celebration, not mine. But he insisted I pay and he'll explain later. I refused and I demanded an explanation. He said that while yes, he is the one who got the bonus, he assumed that I'd want to celebrate that and offer to cover the bill for him. When I talked about how ridiculous it was of him to assume I'd pay for not just his, but his family's meals, he said that I should be happy for him instead of being visibly bitter. He then said he's yet to receive his bonus and begged that I take care of the bill now and he might consider paying me back later. I refused and only paid for what I consumed. Him and his family started talking about how inappropriate I was acting. I took my purse and I went home afterwards because there was so much commotion when they started arguing over who's going to cover the bill. His mom spam called me for hours and he went off on me at home saying I spoiled his celebration and joy because I'm feeling bitter, especially considering I had enough money to cover the bill right there and then. I said it wasn't my obligation and he was the one who came up with the celebration idea. He argued that if the roles were reversed and I got a bonus, he'd celebrate me and my achievements and pay for the damn meals after taking me and my family out. I casually said, well, that's just you, not me. He got even more pissed and said that he 
had it with my juvenile antics and that he won't ever forget the scene I made at the restaurant in front of his family. He's been upset with me for days now. Here's the update from the future. We just got into an argument. I showed him what I posted and he lost it on me. I accept my judgment, but he won't. He said, and I quote, these people have no idea and said that I should have mentioned that I make more money than him. Not that much and I don't think it justifies it and that he had paid the bills for me in the past when I forgot my wallet, but I did pay him back, so he's pretty pissed right now. Though he kept laughing sarcastically when reading some of the comments, he just walked out of the kitchen to take a phone call and said he'll be back. I'm still here with the dog waiting to see how this goes. So, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my husband and his family's meals at the restaurant? This whole relationship seems very tense. It seems like the husband was trying to trick the wife into this situation. I mean, they have the arrangement they have. It is what it is. They've both accepted and agreed to having this separate finance situation. That makes sense. But what doesn't make sense is how he tried to trick her into coming to the dinner and then paying for it without even giving so much as a heads up before the dinner started. I mean, we don't know exactly how big this family is, but this could be several hundred dollars depending on the restaurant and depending on how many people are in the family. And for most people in the world, that is a significant amount of money that you can't just spend without preparing for. It just seems like the two of them have a strange relationship to money, not because they have their finances separate, but because they have this kind of tit-for-tat mentality about it. I mean, the fact that he brings up that he paid some of the bills when she forgot her wallet, but she paid him back, it's just such a weird, stressful way to go about it to make sure the other person isn't taking advantage of you when why would you even want to be with someone who you're constantly worried is taking advantage of you financially or otherwise? It is interesting here that we get to see the dynamic of the person from the story actually reading the comments that people leave, even if his response to them wasn't very insightful. But let me know what you guys think down below. Is the OP a jerk or not for not paying this big bill? Am I the jerk for saying it's a little embarrassing that a girl's nanny puts little notes in her lunch? So there's this girl, Nicole, who's 16 years old and she started going to my school. I'm also 16 after winter break. She's a little weird, to be honest. She doesn't talk a lot. And when she does talk, she's so quiet that you can barely hear her. She used to eat lunch in her car, but one of my friends felt bad for her and invited her to eat with us. I noticed all of her lunches had a little piece of paper and she'd read it, smile for like two seconds, then fold it up and put it in a pocket in her lunchbox. Sometimes she'd take it out and read it a couple of times during lunch. I eventually asked what it is and she said she has a nanny and she writes her notes every day. I asked her if she thinks that's a little embarrassing because I don't know anyone who's had notes on their lunches past fifth grade. She got kind of defensive and said that her nanny does similar things for her siblings who are all in preschool or elementary school, so it kind of proved my point. She started eating in her car again and one of my friends got mad at me because apparently she had a really bad home life before moving here and she's never had anyone to do that stuff for her. I don't know how TF she expected me to know considering she usually only talks about school, but it's starting some drama in my friend group, so I wanted to know if I was the jerk. Honestly, who cares if it's embarrassing? It's embarrassing to who? The OP? Because clearly it's not embarrassing to the person that's getting the notes, the other 16-year-old girl, Nicole. And that's just a sad situation that she's eating in her car by herself. She finally has some friends and then people will make fun of her because she has someone who cares about them enough to do this for her and she actually appreciates it and enjoys it. That just seems like the worst take possible. A lot of people try to demonize things that are not normal, especially things like this, when this is not something that's even hurting anybody or bothering anybody, so why does it matter? If anything, because it's so rare, you would think it would be more interesting, but not some weird source 
of embarrassment that you're trying to impose on somebody else. But maybe you have a completely different take. Let me know what you think in the situation down below. Is she the jerk or not for saying that it's a little embarrassing that this girl's nanny puts notes in her lunch? Am I the jerk for dropping my sister's kids off at daycare and making her pay for it? I'm a 19-year-old female. My sister is 25 years old. She asked me to babysit her kids for her that are four years old and six years old so that she could go to a friend's party. I told her I can't do that day. I had an exam, so I had to be at college. Sometimes I can follow classes online and have occasionally babysat while listening to lectures. So the day that she needed a babysitter came. I answered the door in the morning and the freaking kids were on my doorstep and my sister was driving off. She just left them with me after I said I couldn't stay home that day. I called a friend that owns a small daycare and she told me I could drop them off there. Thank goodness. I gave her my sister's contact information and told her to keep me updated. And I texted my sister about what happened and gave her the address and the phone number. I picked up the kids from daycare since my sister wasn't answering her phone and I fed them. She picked them up around 9-ish p.m. and was absolutely livid that I left them with a stranger, that it was irresponsible, that something could have happened, etc. I told her that she knew I couldn't babysit that day and that she could have picked them up if she wasn't comfortable with that since I texted the address. She told me I should have just skipped the exam to retake it later. I thought this was a reasonable thing to do when someone leaves your kids off on your doorstep without warning and you can't take care of them. But my parents are on her side. My mom told me my sister already has so much on her plate and that I should help out when I can. I guess babysitting one day a week for free isn't good enough. So am I the jerk? The key part of what the mom said was that she should help out when she can. Exactly as the mom stated when she can. And this was one of those cases when she couldn't. Maybe in some places you can retake exams easily, but I know for sure in other places you cannot in certain schools. Sometimes a class won't even give you the option to retake an exam if you miss it. You just get the zero and that's it. When people asked what exactly was a sister doing, the OP said she and her friends went to an escape room or something. It wasn't a regular party. My parents weren't home that night to babysit. I mean, there are emergencies that come up and you have to rely on people around you and your close support network, especially if you have kids. But if you don't communicate with them at all about what you're doing or they say no and you don't find an alternative method, an alternative solution to deal with it, then it's going to lead to situations like this. The sister was livid about the OP taking the kids to the daycare, but I think she would be much more livid if she just left the four and six year old at the house while she went to school. So based on the possible outcomes here, it seems like the OP chose the better outcome. But what do you think? Jerk or not a jerk for dropping her sister's kids off at daycare and making her pay for it? Let me know down below.